Hey, welcome to the Customer Academy Playbook, where we help B2B brands in SaaS and beyond build online training programs their customers will love. I'm your host, Matt Tidwell, the founder and CEO of Think3. In today's episode, we are exploring the topic of customer journeys and learning. And I think as learning designers and customer education people, uh, we have so many ways that we could start building or designing a program. But today I'm going to share just one way uh, that I've really started using recently as it's often used outside of learning and development uh, to kind of strategize and plan campaigns and look at, you know, how we're getting folks from a, from a marketing perspective or from a sales perspective. But if we bring that into our learning and development toolkit, uh, it provides just a ton of value and I think a lot of insights into how we might better serve our customers uh, as customer education people. So let's get into it. So you're likely familiar with designing courses or training or certifications based on you know, product features or based on certain skills uh, that your customers might need, or maybe based on industry, you know, different, different categories and things like that. And so as we're designing our programs and our content, most of us in customer education probably think about you know, what's the role of our learner or what kind of persona do they have um, or what experience do they bring maybe to that training uh, event or online program. And so we're thinking about, you know, kind of those roles and personas a lot. And then also thinking about the way that those folks are, you know, engaging with our product uh, or maybe features that they don't know how to use or maybe don't have prerequisite skills to understand how to maximize the value from, all sorts of things, right? So we're thinking about, you know, how do they use a the product? What do they know? Uh, what skills do they need to be successful and get results? And then from that lens, we're saying, okay, well, this now impacts uh, what we need to make, what they need to learn, and things like that. So recently, I've, I was on a project, and I, you know, it, it moved me out of traditional L&D and moved me into kind of the hat of kind of marketing and lead generation, demand generation, things like that. And it was just a wonderful experience. And so I've started to kind of distill some of my learnings from that project and put that into, I would say, my L&D toolkit, my training development toolkit. And so beyond courses, uh, beyond certifications, there are so many experiences that we can create as customer education people that do not necessarily align with you know, existing personas that we've thought about uh, as folks get into our training and into our courses and content. And so uh, it really challenges what we do in the course planning exercise. And so I think that as the role of customer education expands, and the channels through which our content is being delivered or being repurposed and remixed, um, I think that adding this customer journey lens or filter into your toolkit um, could be really, really helpful. Uh, and, it, and it has actually quite a lot of advantages in the, you know, the overall course planning and development exercise um, that I didn't really expect. And so I think in addition to traditional role-based or task-based breakdowns, I've started aligning the content that I'm being asked to create or we are building with clients in collaboration with them. I've started aligning that content by the stage of the customer journey uh, and looking at where is our target learner in, not only in their role and their persona or like their background skills, things like that, but where are they in their journey with us as a brand or as a product or as an organization and how do I help move them along that 
as a customer educator as well. So let's take a quick look at what the five stages of a customer journey are. And if you look online, there's all sorts of journeys. I, you know, uh, had a conversation on LinkedIn and folks are saying that, you know, customers are on separate journeys. They're on a buyer journey and they're on a learning journey and they're on different journeys and agreed. There's all sorts of journeys. Let's just look at it as simply as possible. Really, there's five stages to most customer journeys. First is they are unaware. That's our, our, our beginning state. And that's usually, you know, I'm unaware that I have a problem or that there's a, there's an obstacle and I'm unaware of solutions to those obstacles. Right. And so that's kind of our lowest level in the, in the customer stages. And so what we have to do or the opportunity there at that stage for those customers is that we can actually start to educate them that there might be a problem. There might be a challenge, right? And we can move them into that second tier, which is problem aware. And that is now where the customer is aware, maybe for the first time, that they do have a problem that they need to solve, but they are not aware of any solutions. So that's kind of an interesting state, right? So I might begin the self-exploration journey, the hunt for a solution, because I now for the first time know or I'm aware that I potentially have a problem and I might need a solution for it. So at that second tier, we get to start to encourage folks to look at solutions and start to qualify and refine their criteria for what an appropriate solution would be. And so that's going to move them from problem aware to solution aware. So we're on tier three here. So we went from unaware to problem aware. Now we're solution aware. And I know I have a problem. And now I know that there are solutions in the market, right? Now, what's critical here is I know that there are solutions in the market, but I may not necessarily be aware that you have the solution that I need. You might just be one of many. And so um, the opportunity that exists here is moving from solution aware to product aware. Like I'm aware that you are a solution to a specific problem that I have, right? And so we now get in that, uh, that real estate in the person's mind that we are a solution uh, and that our product or our service is, is the thing. And so what we then want to do is start to educate them and give them resources and materials to move them from you are a solution to you are the solution. And I think that that is really at that most aware stage, which is I have chosen you as the solution because I had all the information and I had the ability and resources to make that decision. So I've chosen you as the solution. And now we can really start to elevate folks past like I've just made the choice. I'm so aware, I'm so informed, and I'm so able to get results that I'm potentially even going to start to tell others about you and move into that sort of ambassador role. So referrals, recommendations, all those sorts of things. So we go from unaware, problem aware, solution aware, product aware, and then at the top, most aware. They've chosen you as the solution and potentially started to recommend you to others. So there's lots of takes on this, and, and there are far more experienced marketer uh, folks than I to listen to and get this information from. But from the lens of L&D, this is really interesting. From, from training development, thinking about courses, customer education, skills, learning paths, journeys, all that, really an interesting lens. So customers will move through these phases at different speeds, right? Some folks may go for long periods of time, not knowing that there's a problem and not knowing they need a solution. Folks may stay stuck in the problem stage, problem aware stage for a while. 
folks may scour for solutions for years, right? And then they become aware of us and it might take months or years for them to move from, I'm aware of you to I've now become your customer. And so what does this mean for customer education content, right? So we got folks moving through a journey, different stages, different paces, speeds, got it. Well, each one of these stages requires a different perspective on the education materials that we develop for our customers and for our clients. And of course, this all depends on the goals of your program and the, the metrics that you're moving forward in the KPIs for your business. But for, for me, as a learning designer, what I'm thinking about is not only what skills do our customers need, uh, I'm also thinking what product features do they need to be able to use to get the results, right? So I'm kind of thinking about skills to results. But now with this additional layer, uh, I'm thinking about, well, where are they in their journey with us as a, as a product, as a service, as a brand? And adding this approach to my tool belt starts to help me uh, kind of evaluate and develop my course catalog and my programming, not only from a skills development perspective, but in the, the overall journey with our product and with our brand, I can move them through that. And really what that does is it gives me simplicity and flexibility in course design. And this is something that I've just started to realize because, you know, we need a course on a topic, right? Like that, that's a, that can be a pretty big thing, right? And so instead of viewing our courses, like it's this flagship massive undertaking with a customer journey, I can now say, okay, well, let's, let's look at that lens. Great. There's a whole bunch of skills. There's a whole bunch of context that we need to know. And if we want to make it applicable to our project managers, or we want to make it applicable to consultants or technicians or cybersecurity or whatever that is, right? We have all these different things that we can do. But if I look at the customer journey, kind of regardless of persona, uh, I can look at what's the one problem that I need to solve for an individual at that particular stage. What's the one thing I need to give them to help them move to the next stage? And so there's all the things we could do, but the, the customer journey gives us a filter to really start to simplify really broad, um, complex topics. And so it is a really, uh, it's an interesting way, maybe a unique way to start to unpack those broader requests or those broader goals and start to say, okay, well, instead of a core, you know, a really broad thing, like we need a course on AI, everyone in our industry is moving to AI. We can instead unpack that individual concept, run that through the five stages and think about, okay, well, um, we need to educate them on what and why for a particular audience. You know, they're at this stage of our journey. Um, and we need them to understand, you know, they have a, we need to make them aware that there could be a problem or an opportunity for the solution, right? So we can really, really focus that and start to educate them. Then we can move them into common challenges or common obstacles. Then we can move them into common solutions or common workflows. Then we can show them our product and how it's leveraged. And then we can also say, well, you're not alone. Here's other people. Here's success stories. Let's interview with experts and start to talk about how they're tackling those challenges. And so you can really kind of bring a holistic program together just from the customer journey perspective uh, and and maybe augment some of the traditional learning and development models that that are out there. Um, really, in addition to simplicity and flexibility, I think the one thing it's given our team is this massive ability to repurpose and distribute content. And you could say, we just need more content, we need more content, we need more content. Sure, that's fine. But we have to think about, okay, well, what channels are we going to go to? All of them. Okay. Is that sustainable? Maybe, maybe not. But if we know at what point in the journey we are intersecting, 
with our customers or potential customers or resellers or partners or consultants or technicians or any of the audiences that we train, if we know at what point in the journey we're intersecting with them, we can start to use tools and analytics and we can start to say, okay, well, where are they living now? Those are the channels that we need to repurpose to. And so we know very specifically when someone's at this stage of a journey with us, they are typically on these platforms, on these channels. And it really makes that leap from everything's going into the LMS, everything's here, and then and or marketing never touches the LMS. They're out here on these other channels. It really brings a way for us to to come together and say like, okay, we have all this IP, all this great information. We need to repurpose this across these channels. Here's content that meets these folks where they're at in this stage. And that's the channels we need. Okay, so here's what we need to make. So it's a really... Again, it's a filter. It's a way to really focus that energy on, you know, what you need to create. And if you look at that, I mean, repurposing our training content, there's really four experiences anyway. There's there's written content, there's audio content, there's video content, and there's experiential content. And so as we as we look at those four types, you know, we can say, well, that audience is on that channel. This is the content type that does well there. Let's start to figure out how we strategically repurpose for that channel, right? And so there's a massive opportunity to take all the effort and really flip the switch to make a content engine that really drives the business goals forward. Right. And so I actually made a video it's on our YouTube channel. I'll put the link in the show notes, but you can see how I take a single topic. I run it through the customer journey and then we run it through those, those, uh, modalities, you know, written video, audio and experience. And we generate over 75 pieces of educational content based on the different stages, right? So it's a really, really powerful filter, a really, you know, kind of strategic way to repurpose smartly. So as we wrap the session of the Customer Academy Playbook, I challenge you to add the perspective or add this um, this lens of the customer journey into your training, development, and planning process. Um, I think it, it does a world of good. Uh, you still have your traditional, you know, planning uh, frameworks. You still have your traditional skill matrixing and all the other things that you have. But this is just one more tool that you can start to apply to make some really strategic decisions and potentially prioritize content. So to do it again, first, you're just going to take your training topic. You're going to align those topics to where customers are in their journey. Then you're going to think about what skills do they need or what information do they need to be successful and move from that step to the next step in the process. And then what's really neat is, of course, you can start to stack these these topics and skills and information and, you know, all that stuff and create a learning path that moves folks through a really fluid customer journey with you as the guide uh, as a customer education professional. So. All right. Well, that wraps today's episode on the Customer Academy Playbook, and we dove into the customer journeys in learning and customer education. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it's provided value to you. Again, uh, my name is Matt, founder and CEO of Think Through, where we help B2B brands and SaaS and beyond uh, be- build online training programs that their customers love. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for making our playbook part of your day. Take care.